my horrible hereditary bursitis. Okay, it's a Friday afternoon and we're one doctor short for the second week in a row. The office has been slammed busy and for reasons that can only be explained by the black supermoon, we have had the strangest, toughest cases we've had for an entire year. But now Friday has come and gone. We're done. It's sit around the office time. Time to discuss our week and go over cases as we wind down and get ready for the weekend. And we've got gripes. That's right, complaints, y'all. There is a tremendous amount of misinformation, denial, and just straight-up fallacy that is hindering our ability as doctors to make you guys, as patients, better. In an effort to let you understand the inner workings of a doctor's office, I feel like I need to let you in on something. If you say certain things as a patient, it just puts you in a different category as far as our expected outcomes. That's correct. What you say can affect how fast you get better or even if you can get better in the first place. This is especially true for things we find funny. Not funny that you're feeling pain or hurt or discomfort. I mean, we're not jerks. Funny and that you are so oblivious to the obvious. It's things like this. So what is it, Doc? And then we explain it, and you nod, and then you ask again, so what do you think I have? Is it bad? And then we explain it again with a handout sheet, greatly explaining this condition to the macromolecular level. And then you ask with a one eye squint and a slight sideways look, so what do you think it is? Yeah, that. There's an easy cure. Hey, pay attention. You're never going to get better because you aren't hearing it for whatever reason. See my article, you have a choice. And this classic, how did I do this? What? If you don't know how you did it, how on earth should I know? And really, by the time you get to my clinic, often how you did it doesn't even matter. Let's just fix it already. And then there was this week. Dozens of patients with muscle skeletal conditions telling us that they're hereditary conditions. As if a strained rotator cuff or a blown knee is a genetic trait. You're crediting, you're crediting the wrong cause for your injuries. So let me set the record straight. There are genetic conditions. There are blood factors that are real. There's rheumatoid factors and chromosomal conditions and antibody, antigen, anti-things. I'm not denying the existence of these, but shoulder pain, sprained ankles, low back pain, cricks in the neck, hot discs, sprains and strains, and rib issues. These are just things that happen. They're muscle skeletal. They suck. They hurt. They make you come to the chiropractor, or the doctor, or the PT therapist, etc. But they are not because your grandma had it. This has got to stop. Why has nobody ever brought this up before? Wait, wait, wait. Before you try to stop me and go off, I get it. Your grandma, your mom, and probably your aunt and sister all sprained their ankles at some point in their life. And I understand that you now have as well. But that is not a genetic weakness. It's not hereditary, and it's not your crutch to bear for the remainder of your life because of millennia of passed down weak ankle genetics. It's just not. Everybody sprains their ankle sometime. It's 100%. It's neither causative nor correlated. It's just a fact of freaking life. So yes, I'll work on it, and I'll get you better. But seriously, you have to understand this. Injuries happen, and people get hurt. If you want to keep from spraining your ankle, there's actually a ton you can do for it that's significantly better than not doing something to help your odds out. Blaming it on the O'Malley gene that great uncle Ebenezer brought across the pond during the Revolutionary War isn't helping anything. Yeah, you see him docking the painting, walking behind General Washington. See the limp? He had it. 
Okay, but how about your bad back? You strained a disc? Yeah, I know. We see these all the time. It's also called a herniated disc. Others call it a disc bulge. We call it a torsion. And even it's often called annular fiber tears. It may have been described as a stenosis because it was posterior and came into the canal a bit. And I'm here to tell you, nay, to preach to you, it's all the same thing and it will get better. You'll be normal soon. Relating musculoskeletal injuries to genetics and family hereditary lines is like saying that you have a toe fungus because your granddaddy got trench foot off the coast of Normandy during the big one. Mark Twain said it. The problem isn't because we don't know enough. It's that we know so many things that just ain't so. Dr. Tower related a story he saw at a nautical museum in Australia when he was vacationing. A placard described a famous shipwreck and listed the deaths and survivors. One of the guys died at 95 years old. Due to complications from the shipwreck. WTF! He was 19 years old when they ran aground. He lived to be 95. He outlived damn near everyone he ever met in his entire life and probably every one of his doctors. Seriously. Using that logic, I'd say the shipwreck was the best thing that ever happened to him. It gave him an extra 25 years from the standard of living of the time. So, you don't need to tell me 17 years later that you've had a disc herniation, or that your 8th grade nurse once diagnosed you with a scoliosis, or that your solar shoulder came on from last week mowing the lawn is most likely from the car accident of 86, or my all-time best friend's classic, because I played ball. Yeah, I know. I played ball too. Okay. As your treating doctor, it probably is good that I know this information. It does help a little, but as the guy trying to help your life on Be Awesome 365, I can't have you carrying around this symptom and named issue like it's a disease. It's carried around like a 50 pound backpack for the rest of your life. And this is why I stated earlier that when you tell us stuff, it will affect your recovery and outcomes. It's not because it is more severe or unique, but because you will never get over something you can't let go of. This article is built so you can unburden yourself. 95% of planet Earth has had the same thing you've had at some time. That 5% that never had the issue, that's not normal. It's lucky or optimal or call it what you want. Normal is what 95% of us have had, and we've all had it. Look, I know I'm fired up, but listen, please, I'm not mad. I'm trying to help you and free you and allow you to just go on with your life. Don't overthink pain nor muscle skeletal issues. Please, for your own sake, when it's gone, it's gone. It may come back again, but it's not because you had it today. Look, I do this daily. Daily. I see the 300-pound man that hasn't worked out in a generation, and he smokes, and he drinks, and he's depressed, and he feels like absolute crap every single day. And this guy tells me he's got his grandpa's back? No, dude, you've done nothing to help yourself. You've got chronic decondition. That's your freaking diagnosis. You want to fix the world's medical problems? I can do it. Fix chronic decondition and you've cleaned up 90% of what we have and saved trillions. But it goes both ways too. I also see the super fit, hot, super lean, muscular, supermodel looking girl from the CrossFit gym that practically wants to give up on life. She's so depressed she wants to give up on eating right and workouts and relationships because she tweaked her shoulder three times over the course of the year. Please, fit chick, it's not your weak genetics and it's not that your gym or your instructors suck. You're just a bit burned out and you're overworked. Change stuff up for a while and try a new approach. You're going to be fine. It's time for a reality check on health, you guys. I keep seeing the same things every day and I want to help you. You've got to get this right in your head or you can't be helped. And we as doctors know this. 
you'll never get active at treating these things because you can't get over the idea that it is in your control in the first place. This article is simply my plea to take an honest look. Muscle skeletal issues are our wheelhouse and our strong points at this clinic. Our professions see them repeatedly all day long every year. All ages, all sexes, nationalities, and morphologies. These issues happen to everyone and anyone, and they are all treatable and fixable, and when they're finished and gone, you are done with them. Your shoulder doesn't hurt because you played football. Your shoulder hurts because you hurt it in football back in the day and proceeded to do nothing for three decades to help it recover. It's shredded, and it's sore, and it doesn't move right. You've got a long road ahead of you, dude, and today is the new day one. So let's take a small step forward. Or not. It's not because your granddaddy heard his shoulder shoveling coal at the old Santa Fe either. And look, I've gone on enough. You guys get it. This isn't about treatments and outcomes. It's just me verbalizing my Friday gripes. It's just a wake-up call on causes of pain so we can all get past it and make better decisions to your health care. This article is about having hope. Or you don't get it, and you'll always have your excuse and your disease and no hope for the future. It's not up for me to decide. It's your body. But being true to what you are dealing with dramatically affects your outcomes and responses. I just want you to feel great and get back out there making our world better. It's about amping up the positive and downplaying the negative.